can secure your family's future by reserving a spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault from vault -Tec. Your family can wait out the horrors of nuclear devastation, and in a few short years, you and your fellow vault dwellers will repopulate our great country. Sign up now and prepare for the future. Welcome to Disaster Artists, where we live through the apocalypse so you don't have to. I'm Shane. I'm Johnny. And uh, we're continuing with some Fallout talk, because uh, yes. why not? Well, the game came out and... Um, yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> that's, that's really all that happened. <laughs> the Fallout 4 came out and uh, people are really excited about it. Yeah. How long a gap actually was it between Fallout 3 and Fallout 4? It was a good few years, wasn't it? Seven, I guess. Really? Wow. Yeah, well, I think it was 2007, 2008 when Fallout 3 came out. Oh. There was Fallout New Vegas came out in between them. That wasn't. Oh yeah, that's just an add-on pack, though. Wasn't it's it? not an add-on. It was a separate game. Like, oh, okay. Um, it just used the same graphics engine and stuff. So it was, it, it was kind of, it was like uh, Grand Theft Auto. I was going to say what did they did with the remember they brought Miami, yeah, Vice yeah. or Vice City or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially like that. Yeah, yeah. It was still like, a really good one. Yeah. Um, like they could have just they could have called that Fallout 4 and nobody would have really yeah, cared like, <laughs> <laughs> but this one is just such a huge like this game's so much bigger yeah it's a whole new platform and like that it's it's set if, like a few generations later or whatever as well isn't it yeah yeah well we're, we're, with the uh, Fallout 4 actually begins the day the the nukes drop as well like your character and that was oh, actually yeah. alive during oh, the cool the one the, and i'm unsure because i haven't played the game yet whether when he went into the vault whether he was i don't know was he cryogenically frozen or if he's an android with his the old human's consciousness or something because apparently there's oh, okay they've introduced their synths in this version in fallout yeah. 4 and there's essentially androids yeah yeah so I'm not sure what the actual storyline is, but I know that the character essentially was there when the bombs fell. So it's a cool, like it's a cool that's new cool take deep. on it. Yeah, and, and uh, it's set in different. It's set in because it, that's the thing with Fallout. Like we're in the we we're talking last week about the Fallout timeline. I'm not sure the years specifically, but America in that universe splits into like thirteen different sort of commonwealths. Oh yeah, the after the war. No, no, long like around like twenty thirty maybe or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And like it's it's still the United States of America, but it's just divided up a bit differently. They don't well, have like, the fifty states. It's well, it's like Connacht here, like yeah, yeah. Um, and they changed the flag a little. It's still the American flag, but it's a. I think it's back to the sort of red. It looks it more like the European flag, nearly, isn't it? It's, it's the a, circular stars. Yeah, yeah, because there's less stars. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the thirteen. It's thirteen stars, so it's commonwealths yeah. over states uh, and stuff. It's kind of like what they did in Jericho. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking um, that. Um, when just, uh, last episode we were talking about Fallout, and you were talking about the rain, black rain. Yeah. And, so, and how it, like, followed the most, like, a huge chunk of radiation in, this is, sorry, Fallout, Fallout, not the game Fallout. Yeah. We're drifting off slightly. Nuclear Fallout is the best. Nuclear <laughs> Fallout. And black rain. And I always remember that was in the first couple of episodes of Jericho. Which yeah, it yeah. rained, and because it rained so heavily, 
they weren't too worried about fallout then as a result mm. and stuff like that yeah was, yeah which was great writing to be like we we like it's gonna be far too expensive to fall to worry about fallout for the next like season yeah yeah so they just sort of got rid of it really quickly yeah yeah it was really good, and they even had in that like where the corn crops was, was it's fine a, because they were protected. Because the corn is wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew corn last year, and it's so well insulated mm. <laughs> to get into corn, and it was amazing. The most delicious corn I ever ate. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess like like the reason Jericho had that sort of divide was because there's different like claims to the president, and you kind of have that in Fallout too with the Enclave. Yeah, like they're the sort of the remnants of the American government. But it's also, it's very like the Commonwealth divide is almost, it's very like a Civil War era America oh, okay, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's at least similar to the but historic You, you, you kind of get that look from the people who come out of the shelters in the game. You know, the, the, the kind of Navy uniforms with the yellow writing and stuff. Yeah. They yeah, look yeah. very Civil War-y kind of, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I guess, the, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. They kind of look like, a, what is it, a cavalry officer's <laughs> yeah. uniform a little bit. Well, in Fallout New Vegas, there's loads of that. There's, like, the, the New California Republic in it. Yeah. And they've got their own army. And they're very, like, it's it's like a civil war in that region. Yeah. And there's a Caesar's Legion and stuff. Like, there's different sort of wars going on in different commonwealths throughout Fallout. Oh, okay, cool. <clears throat> but anyway, sorry, and yeah, what I was saying about Fallout 4 is it's set in New England, in Boston, and so yeah. it's the first time it's been set in this in the Commonwealth. Oh, right, okay. You've always been outside it. Yeah, yeah, so that's something new with this game, just... I forgot what, that's where we started with that conversation. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> where did I leave my hoodie? You getting cold now? No, you? no, it's... Oh, it's the Fallout. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it actually is. Yeah, it's Fallout One Hundred and One. Oh, one Hundred and One. <laughs> <laughs> I should put on if we're if we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And you're wearing a Star Trek T-shirt. We're I am yeah. such nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a really nerdy Star Trek T-shirt. I have a red T-shirt with just a symbol on the over the heart. <laughs> um, yeah. I have a Vault Thirteen T-shirt as well. So. Oh yeah. And Fallout 101 is from Fallout 3. Fallout 3, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the new one is Fallout 11, or Fallout 11, I think. 111, or, Sorry, 111, yeah, yeah. Um, even though I've never played, I've seen lots of trailers. And clips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fallout 101 just has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It does, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we talked about the Fallout, the setup of the Fallout universe already. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's parallels to real world and the Cold War. Yeah. And with everything we talked about last week with nuclear fallout and... The threats of nuclear war. Talking about symptoms and having a fight over iodine. <laughs> and of course you had like fallout shelters. You don't have fallout without fallout shelters. Yeah. So I guess we should talk a bit about that. Well, uh, yeah. In general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like during the Cold War in, in real life, not in the game's fallout, there was a surge in, I don't know if you'd say demand, because yeah. maybe it wasn't quite there, but at least the desire for private and government bunkers. Yeah, rather than... In in Fallout, is there a huge chunk of, say, people building them in their back gardens, which actually happened in the 50s, or is it more, there let's is... build one in a mountain, which seems to be... There's all of it. They, there's the building in the mountain, the government mountain bunkers, there's the pri- yeah. people building them in their back gardens, which that's what, when I say, said private, that's kind of what I meant. Okay, yeah. But then there's also, like, the the commercial bunkers that we did that's the cold war never really got to that point yeah where like a private company builds one and you have to 
that you yeah were yeah and that's your... what like vault tech is in the fallout universe yeah okay because that's what like vault 101 is they're like vault tech build these bunkers and sell places within them oh, okay you like you buy your bunker for like yeah grand or, or you buy a, a room in the in the bunker yeah, yeah so it's like a bunker of I think capacity is like a thousand. They like yeah, it's a thousand. But people it's a whole. It's a whole. It's, a, it's an underground underground city. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or community. I like they're a hundred feet underground and yeah, like yeah. they're essentially a city or at least a a, a a big village. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a thousand people is actually just a town. I yeah, guess. Yeah. <laughs> like I, lo- I love that in the the Voltec ads. I watched one of the ones. I think it's from Fallout Three, is the Voltec ad and. It's the guy just doing the presentation of, uh, are you ready for life inside? And he's yeah, like, yeah, and it's yeah. really like chauvinist towards the wife. He's like, um, it's all the same kitchen needs you have yeah, here. Yeah. So it's really funny. And then the, the funny daughter. It's so funny. It's so well done. It's just like they're talking about the daughter. And it's like, and there'd be nice boys for you to go on a date with them. Then you can carry on the repopulation of the earth. And it's just this like cartoon of this like baby spitting out or this woman's <laughs> like baby's flying out of her. And it just keeps cutting back and forth. Like the dad just giving these really awkward looks towards his daughter and she's just really happy looking. It's so yeah. funny. The funniest like Fallout's humor is amazing. Like yeah, it's yeah. so dark and it's just brilliant. Um like I love the, the you get perks within the games within all of them where Oh yeah, if, whether you choose to be good or bad, isn't that a thing? What's that? That yeah, that's a big part of the game, and there's like karma level. But a perk is like if you take say, there's one a perk like when you level up, yeah, you can pick different perks. And like say you get the there's one called the uh, the mysterious stranger perk. Okay, and that's where if you get into trouble at random times, like once a day, this yeah. mysterious stranger will come up and shoot everybody that's oh, fighting yeah. you, and he'll disappear. And actually, I see in the trailer for Fallout 4, you see yeah. him walking towards the camera. So I think they're actually going to maybe explain who that is. Because that's in all the Fallout games. And oh, wow. So it might be some immortal, mysterious stranger. I don't know. but That'd be cool. But cool. sort of, that's a real Western uh, character trope. Of yeah. Mysterious yeah. Stranger. Like that was Clint Eastwood in all the, most, most of the Fistful films and the, all the, um, not the good and bad, bad and the ugly, but well, that was one of them. But the all those films, he was always just the unnamed man. He was yeah, just the yeah, mysterious yeah. stranger. He was Shane, potentially there was the famous cowboy film Shane. I know mm. that's my name, and um, but he was he was the named stranger, and it was he just came to a town and sorted some shit out. And, yeah, <laughs> and then kind of left on horseback after being shot. And, Potentially yeah. rode into the sunset, bleeding out. But <laughs> yeah, that was Shane. Yeah. But it's 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 a very similar character trope. So it's obviously what they're taking that from. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's a cool idea. But what I was saying with the perk, like there's all different kind. Like there's the lady killer perk, and I think that actually helps you lo- woo women. So when you're bartering with pe- with with female characters in it, then yeah. they will be more friendly to you. And there's like there's hundreds of them throughout all the games. Oh yeah. And when you're picking out the perks it has like that little pip by that we talked about giving the thumbs up. Oh yeah, which you were explaining to measure yeah. mushroom clouds before yeah. there'd be a little like sort of picture or an animation of him sort of illustrating what the perk is. But just yeah. to give you a taste of like their humor is brilliant with all that type of stuff. And it's all done like yeah. in that ad. But there was one it was unused, I think it was in Fallout two, called the Child Killer Perk. and this is a quote from the guy they never used it and this is a quote from the artist 
spit on all the Pip Boy stuff, and I think he actually came up with the Pip Boy. Like, yeah. I remember when I got the request to do the perk illustration for Child Killer, that there would be no way to keep it from being offensive. I mean, really, how do you make an illustration of Child Killer and keep it from being offensive? Anyway, for some reason, I thought this was the least offensive way to do it. I have no idea what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna come around and look at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> we describe it for our listeners there that's pit boy kicking a pregnant woman in the stomach wearing a t-shirt that says baby with an arrow pointing to her stomach. in case you missed it like they have an arrow it's so in case you just thought he was kicking a fat woman it um, is so I just love that quote. Like, so what? What can you describe the perk? Like, what it does? I don't actually know what that the is. Per- an amazing. I guess. Well, you can't. <laughs> I think you typically can't kill children in Fallout. So I'd say this perk maybe lets you kill children. Oh, so do um, you have to do certain tasks and then you get the perk? Is it when you level up, or if you pick different, you can pick a per- every time you level up, it let you pick a perk. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's just stuff to, yeah, stuff to add to your character, and your ones will be opened oh, as you okay, go. Like. Yeah, yeah. And there's a little bit different stuff, like there's a perk that will allow you to eat human meat oh, without yeah. it affecting your karma and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, when you get karma, when you do bad things, and Fallout affects your karma level. Yeah. So, like, if you've got really good karma, when you go, if you're talking to, if you, if slavers meet you, they might try and kill you. But if you've got bad karma, they might give you a job. Oh, right. Or okay, village yeah, yeah. won't let you in and stuff. So your karma yeah, yeah, affects yeah. what groups it's like will. It's almost like reputation, I suppose. Yeah, in yeah, their yeah. Rep- yeah, yeah. But it's very like World of Warcraft or any of those yeah, RPGs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't actually know what this perk done in particular because it was never used. <laughs> <laughs> was it for... Be able to kill children. <laughs> yeah, I think it was because yeah, yeah, childhood or <laughs> I can't believe that illustration is hilarious. I love that he writes. For some reason, I thought this was the least offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In all fairness, it is pretty low key from what you could go with the brief of draw something that a shows to a kid's head yeah, like... or child killer. I suppose that'd be less. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's nice. Actually, actually yeah, putting this a gun to a baby's worse. head would be... <laughs> just having a child and you just, like, having a gun to their head or something would be far easier. <laughs> I didn't even thought of that. <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, really grotesque ideas. Of... But, like, that's an example of, like, the normal perks. Like, that's the lady killer perk. So they're all done in that same oh, okay, style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just... got a knife behind his back. Like, yeah, lady. Like ninja perk. and Oh, yeah, you're a ninja. And... But anyway, that was a divergence. Yeah, that's good. So, well, bomb shelters. Bomb okay. shelters. <laughs> so, yeah, and like, yeah, real life, we didn't quite have the commercial shelters that they didn't fall no, out. No. But we had uh Well, there bunch. was private companies who sold, like, luxury bomb shelters and specific ones. And then there was the... The, was more c- the Civil Defense Department <clears throat> gave you plans to build one yourself. But yeah, but even the commercial ones that sold, the idea of them selling the luxury ones, they never really went to market. It was just plans, essentially, to do it. Yeah, and one Nicole, or two rich people would put them in their back garden. Yeah, yeah, but it was more they they hired private builders to just build them from for them and got an architect to design it. There yeah. wasn't like there was a company dedicated to trying to build bomb shelters. No, not quite. Which it kind of is now. There's some trying it because yeah. like the prepping's a big thing. 
and there's a lot of rich people with the money to do it. Oh, yeah. I always remember um, an episode of Quantum Leap where he leaps into sirens going off and he's in a bomb shelter. Like, put somebody's trying to put on a gas mask and stuff. And, like, the typical thing, like, the end of every episode was him just going, oh, boy. And that was the end of an episode. And then the next episode, it was turned out he, like, he leaped into, like, a 17-year-old kid during, like, that time period of late 50s, early 60s, where it was a huge thing to build bomb shelters. Yeah. And it was, they were just doing a drill. Like, it was the, the dad was just doing a drill, and the dad was, like, really paranoid. And he was trying to start a company where he built luxury bomb shelters in people's gardens yeah and that's yeah. And like that, that the dad was a con- uh, contractor and the whole thing was all about um i don't know the dad i think i think the whole story was the dad thought there was a real nuclear threat and shot all his family and then sam had to stop that that was yeah. the, the story of the episode but the whole thing was all about him building like this is what he did like and he was doing these like uh, almost like a realtor, like he was bringing people in and showing them off his bomb shelter, and it's like, I and I can build one for you for only ten thousand, or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. this kind of. And he's like, check out this luxury here, and we've a clever commode over in the corner and stuff. It was really funny. Yeah. Like, well, thing. I think that's it. Like a lot of people saw that there was money to be made and had plans to do that, but like nothing really. They, they might have gotten most of them got as far as like making a, a sort of a stage bunker to show people around on what you can yeah. have, but never really went any further. No, no not too um, much. But and it's like that thing that uh, you know the people that made the most money from the gold rush were the ones selling the shovels. Yeah. But the big shelters that like the big like government what ones were like Project Greek Island. Oh right. That was a uh, that wasn't actually a bunker, but that was that was more like a, a sanctuary or something. Yeah, well, that was kind of the the program. The, you know, the, is it the Green Bar or Green the hotel? Can't think. The Greenbar Hotel, I think that's the one. You know, it's a big hotel and there's this huge bunker underneath it that would house the American government, like during Kennedy's oh, regime. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the Project Greek Island is the sort of... Yeah, the idea being that they could run the government from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the... Yeah, and it was underneath uh, the hotel. Yeah. Like, you've seen... Everybody's seen images of it. If you don't, yeah. like, know the name of the hotel, but you've seen, no, seen pictures yeah. of it. But it's the Greenbar Hotel. It's in Virginia, I think. West yeah. Virginia. Uh, and then there's the Cheyenne Mountain one, which oh, is yeah. the huge. That's where the Stargate is, isn't it? The Cheyenne Mountain. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but And that's part of the same program as the former. Yeah. Uh, but that's a huge one. Like, and that's in that's in the Fallout. Well, a version, there's a... Well, that's a, it's like a military base, really, though, isn't it? Cheyenne Mountain. It's the house the, it's the, house of the American military on, in the yeah, event yeah. of any sort of disaster. Yeah. Uh, there's always people there. It's huge. It's th- there's a city underneath. It. Like there is literally buildings. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And there's there. It's a. It's dug so deep into the mountains. Like the entire mountain is essentially a city underneath there. Oh, I didn't realize it was that. The door. The, the doors are something like. They, they. It takes so much to shut them that they're just they're left open all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because brilliant. it takes so long. The last time they were shut was during the nine eleven attacks. Wow. Uh, at least last time I looked it up. <laughs> I don't yeah, think there's yeah, been yeah, any yeah. events since then. That's been high, <laughs> yeah. high enough. They're like, I don't know, they're the thickness of this this desk. Like, Yeah, yeah they're at crazy. Least. So uh, might, uh, like maybe they're only five meters. They're huge. Yeah, but they're massive. Yeah, yeah. And like, I have no idea what the number of houses is, but like you're talking thousands of people. That they can house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
uh, like in an, an entire like for army force like yeah and government officials and whatever it's used it's all like it's used to monitor like i think it's not nasa but one of the can you remember the name it's a, it's another space a government space program ESA or, or sorry the european space agency or no it's american but it's not quite nasa because they're more well as in they'd be monitoring uh asteroids oh, as yeah. a threat like yeah, yeah so i don't know if they're actually linked with nasa or if that's a, a military thing oh, okay yeah but they do a lot of that like yeah there's all the monitoring systems are there they're always just at like yellow alert ready yeah. to go i'm sure they just actually there's an air force base on the top of it they probably do just yeah. a lot of training there now but it's huge um i think it's like so it's probably technically decommissioned now oh really okay yeah as a like as an actual shelter for the apocalypse uh, oh okay it's just a military base yeah happened to build all that on it but it would still be like i'm sure if if I'm sure there's still a, a plan to go there in the event of... Yeah, uh, definitely. Canada also have a bunch. Canada had a weird... Like, they've got an emergency government headquarters, but yeah. they've got, like, a, a series of them. As, instead of having uh, a Cheyenne Mountain, they have something like 50 wow. government bunkers that were built throughout Canada. And usually in, like... And are they to take, say, civilians in and stuff? No, just government. All of this stuff is just really for government... Yeah. or like, and at different levels of government not just your top brass or no but yeah. yeah i imagine nobody i suppose the idea being that they can govern whoever is left <laughs> yeah, yeah and they can keep well, that's together. it like, like, yeah. i imagine like it's government officials and their family like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and but like it's gonna only be important people so i'm sure like there's like i'm sure it's not full of postmen <laughs> no, no, i'm sure there's still like writers and so like if there was one if ireland had one i'm sure ray darcy would have like, <laughs> a, a place yeah. i'm not even joking and Bono. like <laughs> you probably never here. <laughs> uh, but i'm sure He's like the one who started certain like respected journalists and stuff but, people yeah. that just there'd be a certain element of that the yeah. but the canadian ones are huge like they're like some of them are like two stories wow like they're proper like they're very when you look at them like they're the, a real close to what vault tech is and fallout like they're yeah, the, yeah. the closest real life example or that i can think of anyway yeah. i don't know the thing i imagine is there's people's there must be people there and it's their job to just maintain them and always be just waiting for the day yeah, yeah. that you need like there has to be people who have to maintain them make sure you know all the generators are fueled the place is clean <laughs> and that the water tanks are refilled with fresh water all that kind of stuff there must be people who do that all day or yeah, the job. Yeah. <laughs> it must be so weird and um, i remember seeing one of those things that this guy did and uh, the worst part is like you probably don't get in there when the nukes drop <laughs> no <laughs> probably, it's probably real thinking like uh oh johnny will you uh oh left my phone in my car would you you go grab my phone for me. You're like, yes, sir, Mr. General, sir. And you walk outside and, and just, just close locks. the shutters. <laughs> and at the end, the guy just mounts, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like or just like, just like a shrug of his shoulder, like, I can't help it. Uh, it's above me. This is above me. Orders <laughs> came down. Can't do anything about it. <laughs> you just turn around and just see mushroom clouds. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's bigger than my arm. 
Now, just because we're talking about them being maintained, like I, none of the ones I mentioned are like active. Well, Cheyenne Mountain's active. Uh, yeah. The Canadian ones aren't. I don't think. Yeah, I'm sure they're like probably do tours of half of them. I mean, once uh, once bunker locations are revealed, oh yeah, they're, they're pretty not. much decommissioned. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I know the royal family have a load of them. Yeah, that they built like during World War Two and stuff, but they, apparently they've updated them and stuff like that. But no one knows quite where they are either. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like a lot of the shell now, not those ones, but a lot of ones that were built. A lot of ones that were built in Ireland, just actually with what they know now. Yeah, they know that they probably actually won't be worth a crap for <laughs> oh, really? for housing and government during an apocalypse. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, apocalyptic yeah. event. An Irish one is just like <laughs> a small room with a telephone. Every country had some form of shelters at some point. The yeah. the Soviet Union one and like and the Eastern Bloc really, they designed their mass transit systems, their underground railroads. They oh, were yeah. designed to withstand nuclear blast and fallout. Yeah, yeah. So instead of having these separate bunkers that might never be used, oh, yeah. they just built their train system to work as a bunker if oh, need be which okay. is the most clever way to do it because of course, yeah. because it's construction they were going to do anyway it's you, you need a railroad okay, system yeah. so there'd just be like rooms off railway tracks and stuff yeah like. yeah well you know you like when you're on the london underground like yeah, yeah, all, yeah. like there's always rooms off to the side anyway yeah, yeah they just built them bigger than you yeah. would but also it was just wow. like in the worst case scenario like they would still have yeah their rooms off to the side that would be bunkers for the government, but like you or I could just go down to the subway and just camp. We could you just make a like that. Yeah, yeah, but the whole point you could essentially still have some kind of communication and infrastructure and still have the trains going from place to place and stuff. That's yeah. really clever. There's a. Have you heard of Metro, the video game series? Well, no. there's two. There's Metro 2020. I can't remember the actual year, but it's Metro oh, 2020 right. something. And the new, or not new, but it came out in the last few years called Metro Last Light. It's based on a Russian novel. Yeah. But it's kind of like Fallout, but it's set under under Moscow uh, in the, the Metro rail system where it's set really like after the apocalypse and it's just society living down there. They have a, it's a kind of a supernatural. There's like demons and stuff on the surface. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't really remember. It's really good. Really cool game really intense well that was even in the during the london blitz like they yeah, used yeah. all the underground stations for sh- shelters they were like go to your yeah well i think a lot your of local uh underground station if you can't get to a shelter it's best yeah, place yeah. to go well in they did kind of have that plan in america too and i think they might have built some the rail system to kind of withstand it just not to the extent where russia's plan was that this is our shelter oh yeah um but even in fallout like all the ghouls are in the subway Oh, okay. So it's like that's where people went. But they still got some yeah, sort of... Yeah, and now... It wasn't enough. Yeah, and now they're ghouls. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. I think I could be a ghoul and live for a few hundred years and be in constant pain. Oh, that wouldn't bother me. Yeah, no, it's the feral <laughs> ghouls down there. That's just ones that have been... They're too old, like... Oh, yeah. Or they're too radiated. The, just as you're saying, the rails is... Like we said last week, you need the right amount of cancer and the right amount of radiation to be an immortal ghoul. You just got to get that that sweet spot in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, I could, so that's, yeah. I, I'm liking that theory now that the ghouls that aren't feral ghouls are ones that just, maybe they just had cancer and they just got yeah. enough of... They just had the right yeah kind of 
yeah it's hitting the sweet spot being exposed to radiation can cause cancer it's kind of a funny thing well that's it yeah like yeah. I originally or it causes mutations in yeah, genes yeah. and that can result but in cancer can, yeah yeah but that was yeah I last when we actually done it last like that the theory was based on the fact that you get bored <laughs> like, oh, yeah you were talking about the regenerating are you yeah what is it your cells are called again you had a word for them i can't think of them oh telomere the that end of the yeah, cell yeah yeah, yeah. 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 the no just as you're talking about the railway stations and stuff a friend of mine was in washington there a couple of weeks ago and he was telling me one thing he never knew and i never knew it either is all the government buildings are connected by their own underground railway yeah yeah, yeah. i never knew that that's yeah that's sorry yeah that's in fallout yeah yeah i never knew that in washington Um, like that there's a a specific government um uh suppose railways or metro system so if you go into say one if you go into say the vice president's building and you have to go through security and then you have an appointment at the White House. You just jump on a train and you don't have to go through security again. Yeah, yeah. Because you could be queuing for an errand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this Because you basically, you haven't left the security zone. And then if you're going over to, you know, Secretary uh, Defense's um, building, then you just get the train over there. And that's how they do it. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's really cool. That's deadly. They actually have that Fallout, did, you know, Fallout Tree set in Washington. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they do have that in it, but cause it and make the game too easy they, yeah. a lot of the subways are just blocked off with rubble and stuff oh yeah just because they can't have it that you can get to every government yeah, building because yeah. uh, they have like the enclaves are still the different groups have taken control of different buildings oh, of course, and stuff yeah. um i think i'm gonna start playing that game again tonight to do me until <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> start playing it thinking like because i've look, i've got so much work to do and oh, I was yeah. like, but you know, if I'm playing Fallout 3, technically, I'm doing research for the podcast. So that's work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I might, we might have to do a third Fallout episode just so as I can justify <laughs> playing it. Okay. We'll, do, we'll do a gap, we'll do something else and come back to it then. Yeah, yeah, it'll take me a month or two to clear it again, I guess. So oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what the sort of percent of America, any of the places I meant, America, you canada or russia yeah. what percent of the population it would have protected oh, but okay. i know well, i know this because i've got it written down in front of me germany had shelters that could protect up to three percent of its population yeah which not very much austria yeah. for 30 percent whoa finland yeah 70 no wait finland's a great country yeah sweden yeah hundred <laughs> eighty one wow switzerland guess what swiss switzerland had well i, can, I can't even begin i'm just trying to they'd either be really high or really low 100 just, yeah and 14 <laughs> they could protect more, could take their, more yeah. people. that's incredible yeah for when for world war Two or for um potential potential world war three potential world war three potential new maybe not yeah, world nuclear. war three like maybe because maybe i think that's i'm guessing no i don't know yeah, yeah but i'm guessing that's space and not I, I don't know if that goes into like did they have the water supply for uh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. i don't know it could be that's how many beds <clears> they had yeah. yeah i also don't know how like I found that twice in two different places. Like it's just that's literally just something. But they, I came but they are extremely rich, neutral country in the middle of a load of countries who've gone to war with yeah, each other. Yeah. So I can understand that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Well, Austria, like 
Austria having thirty percent, that's huge. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not like I'm not really surprised with the rest of them that they would have actually. Well, they they can put their money into protecting their people because they're not putting their money into going to wars or other. You know, like like yeah. it's not like Finland and Sweden don't have like big military history either. Like, oh yeah. I mean, like, is, is Finland, don't you do two years of military service, isn't that? I think so, yeah. But they're not it's... going around starting wars with people either. Like, they're, they're a very, like, disciplined... They yeah, also have a really kind low... of... It's, um, as far as I know, it's sort of thing of not everybody does it. It's meant to be mandatory, but it's basically, it's easy to get out of yeah, if yeah. you are in a specific area of study and yeah stuff like yeah this. yeah so, exactly but it's so like if you were studying something useless like us like film they were like yeah yeah go to the military <laughs> yeah, yeah and exactly. if you're studying to be a physicist or something they're like yeah you know you're cool <laughs> but also Sorry, yeah like finland in general because now uh, i might be wrong but i'm pretty sure like finland's gun laws are essentially the same as america's pretty much yeah, yeah. but they're gun- there's no they they just regulate it better and as far as I, I, I don't think I, I don't think there's even as much i think you can kind of like anyone can kind of own a gun in finland oh yeah but the 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 gun crime is level with like ireland yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think no i think they've got really laxed gun laws no maybe not laxed this in the right word but i know i know they have the same gun ownership percentage but i'm not too sure what way they do the laws or regulate it yeah, yeah, it's probably too much to go looking for now, but... Oh, yeah. Well, okay, the, a really quick fact. Yeah. Uh, in 2006, there were 1.6 million licensed firearms in Finland. Yeah. It's a population of 5.3, so it can't be too hard to get a license. No, no. Plus or negative a bit, it's about the same population of Ireland. Like, Can you imagine if ever That's yeah. like everybody... That's if everybody in Dublin owned a gun. Pretty much. I I have a feeling that they do it like you get a car license. Like, you have to do a competency test, but it's fairly easy to, like... Yeah, you, yeah. You, you go to a shooting range and show them, you know, how to safely use the gun, and they go, yep, there you go, there's your license, you know. I think it's a bit more like that, rather than where you just apply for it. Like it's, uh, yeah. I, know, I know here it's not too difficult to get a gun license here. You just have to get letters from the guards and... yeah. yeah. No, it's not. I, really. I, was it's thinking, not I was thinking of doing it for an air rifle. It's not too difficult to get them anywhere. My point was more that Finland have essentially the same as everywhere else: more owners than most places, yeah, and yeah. less they less. It's just the attitude of my. Yeah, my point are... was all centered on them being a very disciplined people. And yeah, like yeah. doing the military service. Yeah, that they're all. They all get the. I, no, I'd say it's piss easy to get the license there, mainly because most of them. You know, if you have to do two year military service. Yeah. everybody do you even have to prove you can use a gun like, I, it's like i suppose yeah if you put it that way so you go to get that, a gun yeah. it's like oh you're in the military probably <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah um you've used one before and i'd say like i'd say they're all it's still all hunting rifles anyway like yeah but it's a huge amount it's like what uh, what was it 1.6 out of five like it's 30 percent. 30 percent of the population <laughs> yeah, like that's incredible i can't imagine america is above that no i wouldn't think so we're mainly saying that it doesn't surprise me that 70% of the country could be protected by the government when yeah, yeah. when 30% of them can be trusted with guns and no, not I know, much yeah, yeah. crime. Well, actually, a lot of the Scandinavian countries are that they are. Yeah. They all pay really high tax, but then they get stupid benefits as a result yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, 
they're all they're all proven to be very and it's nice hunt, countries to like, live in. It is hunting country as well. Like it's a place like the reason <laughs> all these countries it's so easy to get guns is because you have to. <laughs> like you, you don't eat, like there was a point where you didn't get dinner if you didn't have a gun. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> so, so. Um, uh, but just to go back to those facts, like I still I'm not sure where those facts came from, but I'm pre- from what I can see they're, they're legitimate. Le- yeah. yeah. Wow, 114% in Switzerland. <laughs> that's that's, cr- that's yeah. crazy. I w- I'd love to know what Ireland's is. It's probably like 0.0001%. Are you good? <laughs> How many people? I don't know what the right keywords to... Oh, yeah. How did you find the others? Just on stuff I was reading, it just popped up in the middle of it. Like, oh, I just okay. came across it by accident, yeah, yeah. essentially. Um. I imagine it's very, very low. I think I was actually looking maybe for what America. I want to know how many America had, but I couldn't really find that. I couldn't find a straight answer. Everything told me something oh, yeah. else. But anywhere I went, I came across these other facts. The European so, list. Yeah, so I'm taking them as I'm taking them being true just on the fact I've seen them on a few different sources. That's fair. I enough. should have taken a list of where I actually seen them. So it's somebody else. Could. The um, I imagine there is like official built bunkers. I'm sure there's a few people who've built their own ones or whatever, but. Um, officially I'd say there is one under the doll to be able to only take like not even the full seat of, <laughs> of the government mm. as well they can probably take all the like the top brass like the top like 12 people in government <laughs> yeah, 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 and like two security guards or something See, I'm... and has a stock supply for like 48 hours or something <laughs> it's not even like two weeks I don't that's how I imagine it. Yeah, like even now, like where do you go if uh, the nukes drop? Like where in Ireland would you even think to like where there's no protection? There's no <sighs> really the like the best place. Get away it, from any city. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's ignore like we don't know where the bombs fell. Let's just pretend this is like mass fallout and not the bombs. Yeah, the best place to probably go is the like if you can't get underground is like the Siptu building. And stay oh, yeah. in the center of it because apparently that's oh yeah the more layers between yeah, you yeah, yeah. and fallout the better yeah yeah so like that's the only place well that's if you're in Dublin yeah but yeah making your own is kind of the only way to go in Ireland yeah yeah well that's, that's like I was saying to you in well I was, actually I was you, know what, you know where is the best place to go right the catacombs underneath the underneath Dublin we have oh yeah catacombs yeah. so like, yeah, yeah I always remember my brother ran a pub along the Keys. Um, he's just a manager of a pub for like a year and in the basement of it uh, the basement was just these cool looking old catacombs where they just stored uh, they had a keg room and like you always see that in the pubs in Dublin like the Guinness trucks are pulled up and they're throwing kegs down into the basement and stuff but this was it then had like all these rooms off it and they're all these little like catacomb rooms little dome rooms and they were always just full of like bottles of vodka and stuff of like that but uh they were really cool looking and the, but the, the mad thing about it the walls were permanently damp because we were along the keys so the liffy was like three meters away from uh, the wall and but the, the water still seeped through so if you uh, touch the wall it's like wet with like liffy water yes yeah, so you have radiated water coming into your your shelter well let's say you'd be pretty well sheltered i know because i watch i watched that Video. Did you? I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust just normal Liffy water coming no, into my shelter. No. It being irradiated. It's probably full of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> the that uh, civil defense 
um, Fallout video you sent me, the one I watched last week. Yeah. And that was talking about how to build your shelters and stuff. And then it gave loads of tips of like, go to the bottom, bottom floor of your house, preferably a basement, and put as much between you and Fallout as possible. And one of the one of the tips they gave is to like lay out stacks of books on the floor above you. Yeah. yeah. So say okay, we're on the second floor here, so you'd go downstairs and then decide you're gonna keep that room as your central room. Yeah, yeah. And so preferably a room with no windows or anything. And then so in the room above, stack loads of books and wardrobes and everything on top of it. So you've as many layers on top. And then within that room build a shelter in that room yeah, out yeah. of like this and one of the samples they gave was like um sandbags and stuff like that. But they're like if you don't have sandbags you can use furniture and wardrobes and stuff. I remember years ago seeing a guy it wasn't Ray Mears and it wasn't um the other guy, what's the name, the other English guy who does the survival series. Bear Grills. Bear Grills, yeah. It wasn't him, it was some other guy and he did a special episode and one of the things he came up with was stacking beds in your house. Um, and it was really cool the way he did it was he took all the beds and wardrobes and basically built a tri- like a shelter against the wall and it bit the against the concrete wall that was the furthest away from windows and all that kind of stuff and what he did was he built so he basically you think of a like a he took a bed and then tilted it against the wall so there was a triangular space underneath yeah, yeah. and he just stacked loads of stuff on top of that and then he lived inside the triangular space with like a sleeping bag and camping gear and stuff. <laughs> and he lived in there. And the idea was that he used to, like, that's the best way to protect yourself from fallout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a really clever way of doing it. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's the easiest good. thing you can do in your house is like stack beds, furniture up against your windows, just block yeah. it up. Because a lot of houses, especially small houses, you don't have a room in the middle of the house with no windows in it. Right? So the thing, yeah, I guess, yeah, like that's a good one. But the thing, with a general sort of shelter for fallout you yeah. still do want to be protecting yourself against actual bombs like yeah. even if it if to go off in the distance like you can still feel the effects for miles even if it is just oh you'll get the shockwave in. Yeah, yeah yeah so like your house could crumble but not just even if you're far enough away you you also have like all the fires that are going to cause yeah as a result for miles and miles where any bomb is dropped there's a good chance like you don't want to be in a, this shelter in your house where you can't really see anything else that's going on and your house and is burning it, yeah <laughs> and you just burn to death yeah, yeah. or die from um, smoke inhalation or something so like if you if you are going to go to the hassle of that yeah. you might as well build some sort of a, a makeshift bunker almost outside yeah, yeah just to keep yourself well uh yeah like m- m- most shelters is they had to have a minimum of three feet so a meter yeah of soil above the roof of it that's yeah like there's the 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 pole covered trench is like yeah. the easiest pool one. covered pole covered, oh, pole like, covered. Where you, that's like the simplest terms of it, it's a hole in the ground with a, a roof of either like metal or iron bars or even okay, yeah. tree even trunks or whatever yeah um they're layered as, of your roof and then a some protection over that and then mounds of dirt over that the the dirt you dig from the hole is then what's covering that yeah. you dig a separate entrance or whatever but like that's something that you could conceivably do on short notice 
Oh yeah. Like there's still a, a couple of days work to actually like you're you're still talking about digging down. I don't know. You might dig down ten feet. The further down yeah, you yeah. dig, the safer you are. So you yeah, dig yeah. until you can't and, dig no more. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you want to have yeah, you want to have a bit of meter of covering above you. So mm. depending how high you want to be in there, like averagely, comfortably, most people you could live with a roof only two meters tall. So you want to dig down about three meters, or as you said, about ten feet. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a three four feet uh, fill in before your ceiling and then you have yeah. six plus feet inside and it depends then how big your little dish shelter is going to be let's just talk like imagine like yeah you're digging the the pole covered trench it's a bit like are you digging it just for you is it me and you are we going to survive this together <laughs> are you doing it for a family so like you'd build a different size like yeah let's say you're gonna you'll you need to spend two weeks down there yeah at least like that's probably what that's you would it, do yeah. If I was just digging one for myself, I wouldn't, like, I'm. Did, yeah, it'd be basic. I, you'd sleep in soil, like, it wouldn't really matter. No, you'd need to make it at most the size of your bed. Yeah, and yeah. And you could live within that space. Like, you'd rather be it's, it's be a tight space and be as far down as possible. Yeah. Then... You're far better off. Yeah, if you're tight for time. But you could, you can build a relatively comfortable shelter. You would just, you would dig and stick the outline of the shelter with even just wood not for protection but for comfort for like having a floor to sleep yeah, on yeah, yeah. the problem with because you're just you have logs or iron poles uh, your, yeah. yeah we'll just call it, say poles it can be of any material because that's your roof of it and you're gonna be covered it with whatever soil you take from the ground is gonna be what covers it so the yeah. further down you dig the, the more, more soil you have the more cover you have so yeah. you're gonna be more protected but then the wider your trench would be better chance it isn't caving in like so you're better with like a narrow but very long yeah, yeah. like you, a trench like i was a, gonna i was just gonna yeah. say that you're better off doing it like a world uh, world war one trench but that's essentially they, they were and have like passages <clears throat> and stuff yeah. and they were pole covered trenches they just wouldn't have as much soil or be as far down they yeah, were more yeah. they were to survive like bomb like small bombs rather yeah, than yeah. actual fallout and stuff crappy world war one bombs and you could make you could do that with now getting the poles would be the hardest point yeah. but then like once you put the poles down you would put like some material to stop the soil from coming in but also to help for fallout but you use like shower curtains or just a tarp like you could oh, yeah, actually anything. build these with stuff you'd have in your house yeah um the only you need some sort of an air filter though if you're doing that because you're underground oh, i was so. just getting to that yeah you do need just a pump kind of like filter. an air pump i don't really know what the yeah from looking at that video of the those bomb shell like the bomb shelters and uh, that was an actual propaganda video at the time when this was a huge scare was fallout and in that yeah they had you needed to have a especially an air filter with like a, you had a chimney on your mm. shelter essentially and that had an air pump and it, it had filters yeah. in it to take any radioactive yeah, material yeah. And that's all you'd need but I I wonder what needs to be in them. Be something worth researching for when I build my shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, if if I ever own property, even just for the as even just as... for the fun of it, I'd love to build. Oh shelter. yeah, it could be something <laughs> as simple as charcoal. Like that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah it probably is like a carbon filter or charcoal filter. Now the thing with doing that trench, what you would dev, you would essentially you would have to. No, you wouldn't have to, but that's what I would do. You would dig your your main like little we call it a makeshift bunker yeah 
I would dig another one, a very small one, connect them both because you're going to need, you definitely need a separate room as your bathroom. Oh, you do. Um, you can make a kind of a toilet. You don't need to worry. This is only for two to do you for two weeks and you will never yeah, use yeah. this toilet until you're in the bunker. So yeah. you don't really need to worry about where the toilet leads to, but you would then dig, you would dig a smaller hole yeah. that work as your toilet, essentially. You, 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 wouldn't could, need you could essentially build a compost, compost toilet in your... You could, yeah, yeah. But all you could do is you put down a tank that takes a couple of gallons and then put a hole into it with a cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you literally just fill that up. <laughs> That's it. Bury it um, in the ground. No, you could you could build separate rooms as well for sleeping if you have a few people down there. But you would have one main. Yeah, it, it, it just if it's only a two week makeshift shelter, you're sort of it's getting too elaborate if you're having too many separate rooms. But you, in theory, you could, and these will be perfectly fine. Like you will, you will survive in these. Like yeah, yeah. um, the the only thing you have to just choose carefully, because you don't want to build them beside your house if if a house gets knocked down. That you can't like get into her, you can't get out of it. Or yeah, any shelter. You yeah. need two entrances. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because yeah. you need just somewhere. Yeah, just in case. Even if you have a very narrow, hard to get in and out of entrance, and it's your emergency entrance, and then you have your main one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you would add some, you could add some sort of support, like we said, lead. Yeah. Any, yeah. But for this, this is a makeshift one. Well, well, I have that lead sheet. <laughs> that lead sheet. <laughs> I found a. a a diagram here of just showing the materials the sort of it shows a i'll just show you the materials yep. what size you would need to protect a human compared uh okay so the lead is oh it's the thickness yeah yeah uh, okay. so th- what we're looking at is the thickness of what you would need it's it's a is person this like what you would need above you basically above and to the, around you and around screen. if depend yeah although if you're buried you don't really want like the soil you're going to have around you so wow i would i would have thought concrete you'd be more than soil but actually now that i think about it it'd be more porous so no it wouldn't be yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry so what we're looking at way. let's say lead is probably that's probably what is four inches thick i'd say yeah it's about four inches thick at most maybe S- three steel is probably three times that we're talking about a foot deep yeah concrete is twice twice what you'd need of steel yeah pack soil is maybe four foot Soil, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the water is in in gallons, like (laughs) in size. If that size of water, the length of water you need, the length of water you need is probably six foot, and woods probably eight to ten. Yeah, probably ten actually. Wow, a packed soil is like is the easiest you can get. Definitely, the most attainable, and you don't actually need that much of it according to this diagram, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, in the in this pole covered trench you have the soil you take out of the hole so you're gonna have plenty and you yeah. have the surround the just remember to pack it don't leave just, it too loose <laughs> yeah. the soil surrounding you is is well gonna cover you yeah um but you definitely need that tarp over the poles and between the soil as well especially oh, yeah. if it rains um so yeah, i think we could survive in the uh in the pole trench oh yeah but you need to have time to build it you need to be prepared you need to be prepared when the like doomsday clock goes to a minute to 12 you need to go out to your backyard and start, <laughs> and start digging. digging yeah yeah well not just in this because i think in in a vault in well well we we have to go to the the part where how would you survive would you could you survive this could you yeah. survive like two weeks me and you in a pole trench oh shelter for two weeks do you think 
Um, could I survive two weeks in a pole trench shelter? Yes. Could I survive two weeks in a pole trench shelter with you? Uh, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you need I, a third person. I think it's two men enter, one man <laughs> comes out. Yeah. For no reason. Is that like, so you got all the supplies. <laughs> like, yeah. It depends on how well the shelter, how much work has gone into the shelter, I think. Yeah. If it's a comfortable living space and you have... Like I think if if you're if you're in a pro- if I'm in a proper shelter like one with all the modern convenience like the Fallout yeah versions yeah. like in a vault tech shelter yeah I'd be grand for a while anyway they stay oh, yeah. a lot longer in that but yeah yeah should they live permanently in them um well do you know how much do you know about the vault tech shelters very little the vault tech shelters were built with uh, ulterior motives. Oh, okay. That they were actually just experiments run by the government. Oh, to see how people react and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, because they're off in... They've got... The, the government... The enclave are in, like, uh, Raven Rock, which is essentially the Cheyenne Mountain Bunker. Oh, okay, yeah. And there's another an oil rig off the coast that the, gov- the government have, like, proper shelters all over, and Voltec yeah. is actually working with the government. Ah, and they're monitoring okay. people in the vault tech shelters yeah. to just do random sadistic experiments to oh, see okay. how to get on. Some sometimes it seems like just for kicks, and other times to give them ideas on how to rebuild the world themselves. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like, <laughs> you know, it's false. Do you like, spend much of the game in the shelters, or do you just start as you've just come out? Or in the timeline of the game, have a pre-game you video. Kinda, you kind of learn the game, like the controls and that are done through your experience in the Fallout. Yeah, in in the shelter when you're young. I'd okay. say the first, like maybe hour of Fallout Three, yeah. is in the shelter. And then oh, you really? Okay. Because I, wa- I watched I watched that video, which was like recapping everything that happened in mm. Fallout Three. So even though it's been out for what seven years, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's all about you trying to find your father mm. and he's working on this new uh, clean water program to basically yeah. make clean water and all this stuff and he ends up he's been sent to this other vault where he's in a VR simulation yeah, yeah. of like war in a like picket fence community yeah. and stuff like that. yeah <laughs> and it seems crazy that turns into like a 60s slasher film kind of oh, you know, right, you okay. play out yeah it's really like yeah even though that's, that's all in black and white and stuff isn't it yeah yeah like I, lo- I love the idea of like black and white vr i think that's hilarious it's really yeah. clever the um that video does a good job explaining it in five minutes but i mean you could play that you could put like 200 hours of gameplay in that you know oh, yeah. like you miss so much of what actually goes on in that yeah yeah i think in in fallout tree default you're in vault 101 the sort of idea with that was that the the door was welded shut so that vault the experiment that yeah. was there was never nobody was ever going to leave oh right, okay um and i was just going to see how they fared for that long but there's other like there was like uh, i can't remember now the actual numbers but like there was one vault where there was one woman and a thousand men oh, and no. another vault where there was one man and a thousand women <laughs> there was another vault where there was a thousand people in it Every one of them was named Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I bet our friend Gary loves it. Uh, That's really funny. <laughs> um, there was another vault where... Let me see. Oh, it's another funny one. Well, there's one where like the the door of the vault was left just a tiny bit opened. Just to let a tiny bit of radiation in. Just to see what would happen. And that's uh, the ghouls. I can't remember. Necropolis? That's what that's wow. called. Now, and it's the ghoul city. 
That's crazy. That's so funny. I'm going to try to get up a list, actually, to just... <laughs> yeah, there's some great ones. They're actually some of the best. But, yeah, you don't want to be trapped in the uh, the vault tech vaults <laughs> for too long. Yeah, the LA vault, that was unnumbered, and that's uh, that was like the demonstration vault. So it wasn't oh, part yeah. of the experiment. And it was underneath this cathedral. This is from, like, Fallout 1. And there's these super mutants, and that's where their origin comes from. We'll get into that stuff when we do a different episode. Uh, yeah. Is there any other mad vaults there? <laughs> um, yeah, well, here, okay, Vault 55, here's an example. All entertainment tapes were removed. <laughs> um, uh, there was Vault 77 was populated by one man and yeah. a crate full of puppets. <laughs> that's hilarious. Like a city. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. one man. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, just to see how he'd get on. Um, That's really funny. There was some. Uh, there's another. There's a virus in Fallout called the Forced Evolutionary Virus. Oh, That's right. what creates the super mutant. So a lot of them were experiments for that. Yeah. Uh, fault ninety two. Renowned musicians were sent to this fault, and it was a test facility for a white noise based system of implant and combat oriented psycho-hypnotic suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one where uh, psychoactive drugs were released into the filtration uh, filtration. filtration system several yeah. days after the false doors were sealed. Yeah, there's a bunch like that. A lot of them just have, you know, some were meant to open within 20 years and they weren't told that and so they were opened in 40 instead. Oh, okay. Some of them were put in, like, I, there was one where... Oh, like the doors are on timers and stuff? Yeah, yeah. They all have an overseer. Yeah. And some of them were in, an elected one. Some of them was democratic. Or some were democratic, some were just autocratic. Yeah. And they were all part of the experiments. Some of them were... There was one, I can't remember... Uh, I'm going to make a bold of explaining it, but there's one anywhere where... I think maybe, maybe it was... A, yeah, it was a computer it yes. was the overseer yeah, right. that was yeah that was in that video i watched yeah and every the doors will open every whatever like the radiation will be let in unless they sacrifice somebody every few years <laughs> to the computer and then after it ends up this sacrifice so many people that there's at this point only five left in the vault and they finally decide not to do this anymore and yeah. when they do the computer awards them for passing the test Oh my god. And they all kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's bonkers. Okay, so we're in our pole shelter mm. in a back garden. And it's you and me. We need to be there at least two weeks. We go, we'll give it 16 days just to be safe. Right? Yeah. Um,. You're gonna have to bring, I don't know, just bring a load of books and stuff with us or something. <laughs> like, keep yourself entertained. But as we said, two men enter, one man leaves. Why? <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason. <laughs> but like, I, I, I'd imagine we just have petty fights over. You forgot to put the cap over the toilet hole, <laughs> and it stinks in here. And now we can't get rid of the you smell. You want us to fight at the end of every episode? <laughs> <laughs> I know, g- genuinely. <laughs> I'd imagine we would probably just come out of it and I, you know what it would, we'd come out, we'd survive, no problem. And we'd come out of the shelter and then I'd be like, all right, man, see you. Yeah. Walk yeah. away. And I'd never want to talk to you again. We'd never see each other again. Until like 20 years later where we're both separate warlords in different <laughs> regions. <laughs> yeah. And just meet back up like, ah, oh, Shane. <laughs> That's good. 
I think I, I think you'd just be like so sick of each other after the sixteen days mm. that you'd just be like, um, I'm gonna go see if my family are still alive. Good luck. You see, I think realistically, <laughs> I think if if you're trapped, if if you're in like the vault tech version of a vault, let's okay. ignore the experiments as being a real thing. Yeah, I think you're more inclined to like it's such a long period. I think you'd need that period of time to actually grow to hate somebody you're trapped with because i think two yeah. weeks is such a short period of time i think like you would be thinking about your family you'd be your mind would uh, yeah. be occupied with so many other things but it's a very high stress scenario that's what i mean in that sense so you'd just be you'd get on each other's nerves so easily but i think it might be four days before we even talk to each other <laughs> like it's in oh, like yeah. the first four days we'd probably just be like i suppose you'd be in silence of just going holy fucking new yeah <laughs> I know it's a very hard one. Well, how do you think you would fare in that sort of the mass fallout shelter? I don't know. That'd be tough. Like where you're talking, where you're living. Like this is the fallout universe. This where the world has been blown. Yeah, absolute yeah. shit. Where you're you're, for, down you're for, forced into a an enclosed community. Yeah, and you're down there for like let's in this case it's two years. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think you have to. Uh, you just got to adapt and get on with it. Like that's. Yeah, imagine like just keeping your mind. Well, I'm Irish, so I'd spend all my time giving out about the government and doing nothing about it. Mm. And then, <laughs> like the local, you know, the just, community government. Yeah, yeah. And just getting on with it. <laughs> yeah, living in your own Fallout shelter for it's the same as Fallout Universe, but you're just in for a longer uh, like, time. Yeah, like a two man or a five man shelter, or just yeah, even yeah. a one man shelter. What would you rather? Okay, you you have a choice. You've built it pretty like a decent. Fallout like shelter, a, like a good one. You've got electricity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the one you would see on uh, American Preppers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. You know what I was thinking of? The one in uh, Lost. Your man hasn't lost, <laughs> yeah. and he's like on the treadmill every day and playing old records. And stuff. Well, maybe not even that good. Just one that's got like it's got a bed. It's so, got two beds. Yeah, it's got three rooms. It's got TV. Like you know, you're ba- you're very basic. The shelter you would build in your backyard with like a shipping container. Yeah, it's yeah. that type of shelter. You can't go too fancy because you got you'll have quite a bit to do. It has to be realistically built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather be alone for two years or have one person? And then let's ignore the fact that you're married. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and we've got no. family. Let's pretend that, that that doesn't go into the equation for this. Okay, so the so the choice is just myself a, or a stranger. Just everything. It can even be like just in general. Would you like a friend, a stranger, or just be by yourself? Uh, and it can't be my wife or no or for this family because that's see. far yeah, too yeah. easy because of course you could do that like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah you could, I, I you could spend them maybe like 20 percent more time with the person I, then well just as you say like i could guarantee you there was probably about 10 days in the summer where me and my wife probably didn't leave the house yeah just because we were lazy <laughs> yeah because <laughs> because we got married and then we had holidays and we were too poor to go anywhere. You got so, married? So we went to the supermarket. And that was like, <laughs> that's the only place we went. We couldn't afford to do anything. So we stayed at home and went to the supermarket to buy food. Like, it was the only time we'd left the house. You know? But yeah, be easily done. Like, in terms of... Uh, okay, you know. can pick... Like, and like, you don't... Like, say it's me or Darren. Your choice or your... You don't have to choose me or Darren. It can be both me and Darren. I don't know why I'm assuming it'd be me and Darren. <laughs> okay. But... Where was I going with that? Like, yeah, you can pick somebody like that. It can be okay, Steve. Yeah, it can yeah, be any yeah, friend. Yeah, it can be Camp, somebody. Can't be family. Can't be family because that's too easy to pick. Yeah, yeah. Or be alone. 
And don't worry, you're not like if you don't pick me, you're not killing me. I have my own shelter. But it's yeah, just no, like, do that, you yeah. want to do it together or I don't know. Do it your own. Two years is a long time. Yeah. Because I think, but it's a confined space. If you're talking like a shipping container, maybe two shipping containers next to we, We'll say it's it's a, it's a relatively comfortable. It's, it's a bungalow underground, right? Yeah. Um, it's a very small studio apartment. Yeah, yeah. I would rather not be alone. Yeah. But I don't know who I'd want to be with. You know what I mean? Because I think you're going to grow to really <laughs> dislike that person, whoever they are. Just thinking like the petty shit you get into with housemates mm. and stuff. But it's just that's so much more intense. Yeah. Like at least if you're living in a house with housemates, you know, you're going to work and you, mm. you see them in the evenings, you might see them in the weekend, whatever. You know, it's not full on. 24-7 in each other's and even in this scenario you say you have separate bedrooms but your bedrooms would be like closed off by a curtain or something. yeah <laughs> like but then the uh, other side of it is you're on your own like can you go two years without talking yeah. to somebody I could go a long time on my own don't know if I could go two years though yeah you I don't know like I think I think I don't know if I could do it but I think if given the choice in the moment like say it's me and you but you have it we we both live beside or like a few miles away from each other. The yeah. bombs fall and we have the it supplies for both of us and we're like, Do you wanna do this together? Will I see you in two years? I think yeah. I'd be like, I'll see you in two years just f- because it might be the wrong decision, but I think I would do better on my own. Yeah. Just because Yeah, I think you'd go to this like and I think I like I don't know, I do Now we were saying sixteen days beforehand. That I could do easily. And we'd come out of and be like, Yeah man see you where two years you'd be so dependent on if if you didn't kill each other by the two years yeah if you didn't kill, you're if we didn't kill each other we'd be lovers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well you can do this with two people i think you would need to keep your mind so active for those two years so you would yeah. need to you would need to learn guitar i would need to learn violin yeah and just like something and, to and we do concerts to our puppets our clay puppets that yeah. we built from the walls. <laughs> Imagine though, like all the ideas we have that we never get around to doing, we could write so much. Yeah. Would you be? You... Able, would we be able to write any of our post-apocalyptic ideas though? <laughs> like, it might be a bit too on the nose. Yeah. You couldn't. You would have to write. But then, do you know what you do? Yeah, you'd have to just find ways to occupy yourself and just go yeah. for projects and things and but you know could you write a romantic comedy while you're in a fallout shelter and the world's going oh to? yeah i could i don't think i could like what like the world that anything else you write in that anything else you write no longer exists yeah but you couldn't really write a post-apocalyptic story either because it's too close to home but also you don't know what it's like post-apocalyptic you're mm. in the middle of it that's true you'd be kind of more writing your journals i was like... gonna say i'd probably write my memoirs or something <laughs> I think even that, I think like learning something is kind of your best. Well, you do, obviously you do a bunch of things. You can't just learn yeah. violin all day, but you know, even painting and stuff like. Yeah, you just have to bring a load of stuff with you. Yeah, like, and yeah, in this ver- version, we have endless supply of entertainment. Oh, although what, that's the thing, you know, you always oh, have well, that's what, well, not endless, but a generous, like we have a five terabyte hard drive with stuff on it. Okay, yeah. That's porn. I was going to say 4.5 terabytes of porn. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to be really clever and just put like massive box sets of movies on it. Oh, there's, you always get it. Oh, if you're on a desert island, like so. And we had it. Oh, what do you put in your bug out bag? So what sort of, what do you have to have in your bomb shelter? Or bomb shelter for fallout, your shelter. 
for entertainment. Just in um, general, entertainment, every like what or like, like doesn't have to be five. Just give me a few items that you would definitely have to have that aren't necessarily. Yeah, you I, have to have an air filter, not yeah, that, yeah, but okay, stuff yeah. you personally. Luxury items. Yeah, or just maybe like necessities that just wouldn't most people wouldn't think of. Um, luxury and necessities that a lot of I people. You said a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would I have well, a boat in a shelter? Water world could you could yeah, open yeah. that hatch door and a flood of water comes <laughs> down. So like, good thing I have a submarine in here. <laughs> um, the just bury a submarine. Yeah. Uh, powered, so. Or what you do is you have a submarine in a swimming pool with enough water around it to protect you from radiation mm. and you just live in that and then if the word floods you could just go that's not a bad idea yeah i mean See. the military do it <laughs> yeah, yeah um no i would make sure i have my mp3 player with all my music on it definitely yeah it'd yeah, go yeah. mad with it something like that and even though i don't own a kindle in this scenario word i would have a kindle with hundreds of books on it to yeah read. yeah it's a definite and then you'd probably need some kind of video entertainment as well. Just it was go mad. <laughs> I need to be able to watch movies and TV shows or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Would you podcast from? Oh, if I had a um, what's it's it? A CB radio. Yeah, yeah. And I would just do live podcasts. They do whoever's listening. And so I just pick some random channel. Yeah. And just talk. And so there be could be loads of people trying to communicate with me. But I'd, be, just I'd have my finger permanently on it talking, <laughs> so I'd never find it. Yeah, or you just record them on hollow tapes to be left there for historians to yeah. find. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's just mad ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything so you would consider a necessity that you'd have to have for survival, in a sense? Um, like mine would be oh, and I said it with like I would have like a guitar like my book oh, oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say yeah I'd definitely have to bring like at least a good chunk of my books but yeah a Kindle I've got a tablet I would just yeah, yeah. something I would definitely bring books though just for the worst case scenario when what if you lose power though I'd yeah, have yeah, to have you books do, yeah, yeah. I'd have to ignore that entire shelf though no I'd have to say a big one for me was the ability to write mm. would be a big thing for me yeah, yeah. Because I love so writing. Yeah. Bunches and bunches of notepads or a typewriter or a computer. I'm, I'm, see, I'm assuming you don't... Yeah. You have power, so a yeah, computer. Yeah. But you still want to conserve power if you're writing loads. A mix of everything. Every yeah, possible exactly. way you will need to write. You'd yeah. have to cover that. But it really... Yeah. And you know what I would think I would need? A copy of Fallout 4. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good plug. Um, well, that's actually a good thing. If you had a pile of games... And like a PlayStation or Xbox, that would occupy. You yeah. would get a stupid amount of hours of it yeah. because every game, even if the gameplay of a game is like twenty hours to play the story from start to finish, how many times are you going to play it again? How much are you going to get better and evolve through levels? Because you know you can do games on like yeah, yeah. beginner, mid level, expert, mean, all that kind of stuff. I would so. love to try Fallout Three on hardcore mode. I just don't think I'll ever be able to in life. Yeah. Hardcore mode is when you can't fast travel in it. So oh, okay. you have to actually physically walk everywhere. You can't go onto your map and click. Oh, really? Yeah. You can only carry all the weapons and stuff. You can carry. You can only carry the amount you actually could in real life. A human being could. Yeah. yeah. You can only die once. Like if you get wounded, you have to heal and stuff. Like if you or die. If you die, you go back to the beginning. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like it's uh, it's done like it's real life essentially. But you could do that. Yeah, in two years you could. <laughs> and then 
you'd be very prepared for the world inside. <laughs> yeah. So In, that's the solution, actually. That's a very good solution, is all you need is for entertainment four. is Fallout 3 or 4 and the console to play it on. You get down and you can't, like, you you, you make a mistake of bringing, you, you say you go with Fallout 3, you bring an Xbox 360 and it red rings. <laughs> in the first five minutes yeah. <laughs> just bring, bring a playstation yeah. i mean i don't i don't keep i'm not a fanboy yeah. of anything but the red at the red i've had an xbox at red ring to in a post-apocalyptic scenario gonna go with the playstation oh yeah well no i'm just gonna play it on the pc yeah i think that that, that is a good solution i bring a couple of other games so, so have we deducted we would survive Fallout 4 if we have Fallout 4? Yeah. <laughs> Even though this isn't really like a Fallout 4 no. episode like our others, but that's it kind of is. That is a fantastic conclusion. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, I'm not a big gamer, so I think that, yeah. Because yeah. I can... I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not a big gamer either. Like, I mean, the I last, find I'm too busy. <laughs> the last game I completed... Well, no, I've completed quite a few, but like the last sort of big game that I finished, yeah, was Fallout Three. Uh, last one I've completed was uh, Halo Two. Wow, on the Xbox One, was... in which I mean the first Xbox yeah, yeah, yeah. that I got for like when it, when Halo Two came out. The only reason I didn't finish Fallout New Vegas was because my Xbox red ringed. That was the <laughs> next game I bought after Fallout 3. That's how little of a gamer I am. Yeah. The yeah. next game I buy will be Fallout Four. The last game I bought was Fallout 3 for the PC because I couldn't yeah. play it on my Xbox anymore. Yeah. And then I bought Fallout New... Like, I bought... The, the last four games I bought were, were Fallout, Fallout games. <laughs> and two of them were the same ones. Um, oh, and I bought the... I went back and bought the Fallout 1 and 2, like a double disc. Right. So, yeah. The next so, yeah. the next one will be Fallout 4. Okay, so in conclusion, we survive Fallout so long as we have Fallout. Yeah. To play. To play. In a That's the important... That's how we'd survive the game, yeah. is having the game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You can play... The, we'll finish up. It's really cool, the pit buy in Fallout 4. You can get little cartridges for it. Oh, Throughout really? the game, and you put them in, and you can play retro games. So it's like Pac-Man, but it's done with, with the pip buy. That's really funny. And there's like Mario-type games. And apparently they're like long, they're full games. Like Wow. So, considering that's what in Fallout 4 for the purpose of our podcast... It's we can the game yeah, yeah. in the game so ours actually works I think sweet yeah. have a nice apocalypse bye